If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you. Happy, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so miserable right now. I'm sick in the Lakers, whatever. Um, Happy hump day to everyone in the sports universe. It is April the 6th, 2022. This is the AM Drive on 12 Sports, and we are live. For Aaron Crouch, I am Michael Carvel saying, Aaron, happy hump day to you. And a happy hump day to you. It is a glorious day because uh, I'm curious to know what ESPN is going to do for the next two months with the Lakers oh. and LeBron James not in the playoff. They might as well just fold up shop and and shut it down. Our our buddy Scooter McGilly basically said, "Yeah, let's uh, let's put the let's close the book on ESPN for like two three months. That'd be great." Yeah, no, that'd be hopefully John Maria can come back. Well, even if he doesn't, I, I still think that the ESPN is just – this is going to be a 72-hour news story with the Lakers out and what happens next. Mm. And it's uh, – I'm here for it. Good thing I watched the game last night. Mm. Yeah, um, that was the last one you're going to see of the year for this team. We got two more games, I think. Yeah. It's got a scoring title to win. Yeah, I think your Lord and Savior is going to sit out so that he can <laughs> preserve the, start, the, the scoring title. I think he has to. Hey, you want to feel that's so interesting. Thank you, um, Spammer. Okay, no other podcast or show beats the prices of our shop. The best morning show, the lowest price merch, featuring $13 mugs, $16 shirts, $26 hoodies, which Aaron owes me. <laughs> Thank you, North Carolina. Never thought I'd say that, by the way. Um, All of that can be found at amdrive.online. But only after you're done watching or listening. AM Drive to Online, best morning show, lowest price merch. I'd say yes. Oh, you do owe me a hoodie, sir. I do owe you a hoodie. Um, I'm gonna owe you a black edition mug, so it all evens out. What was that bet? I forget that bet. Um, you um, oh yeah, the last list we made, like you beat me like nine to one in votes. Oh, okay, fair that enough. That was bad. I, I could have swore I was gonna win that one. <laughs> the practical right, jokes. Well, well, so, but uh, hoodies are good. Hoodies are more expensive, but those black, uh, those black edition mugs are pretty nice too. It's really nice sitting next to you on my desk for sure. Yeah, I got my other one here. It's uh, it's empty though right now. Mine is. I like to preserve mine. You're right about that. Um. So Devontae Parker has been traded to division rival Patriots. Um, the wide receiver who's a deep threat. I guess the Dolphins felt they had enough of those with Tyreek Hill, obviously, and the emergence of Jalen Waddle. Um, I love the Waddle jokes on the show. Um, Matt Jones has a deep threat. And Aaron, I do ask you, who is is this the best Patriots wide receiver since Randy Moss? No. What? Well, who? Who would be the other one? Julian Edelman is better oh, than he is. Break. What are you talking about? That's like Devontae a cool Parker's. Person. He's a good, reliable guy. I'm talking about a wide receiver, man. Not some little slot, do it all, whatever. 
Uh, I mean, Jacoby Myers is better than he is. I mean, oh. Jacoby. What do you what? mean, no? Are you crazy? Jacoby Myers has better seasons than he does. Devontae, oh, come on. Well, I feel like Devontae Parker's also been injured a lot, too. I think that's why they let him go. I mean, I, feel I like guess. He, he's got, a, he's got a, a ceiling still. They also let him go scoring. because they have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell. Like, he, Devontae Parker's not going to find room in this in this offense. But I he's don't know. Guy. See, you say that, but he's got – you know he's got years with like forty-seven. He did have seventy-three catches last year. I, mean, I remember he was he was he was like the only option basically in Miami last year with Jalen Waddle uh, on the other side. Like I uh, actually he only had like forty catches last year. I was looking at targets. No, this <laughs> guy. I don't know this guy. You talking about best wide receiver? Like no, no, stop. This is this guy's going to be third on the depth chart, and mm. maybe with injuries he finishes higher. But I. Devontae Parker for a third round pick and you get a fifth round pick back. I don't I don't hate this trade, but I mean, we'll see what happens. It's it's a low risk, high potential upside. I mean, I, I don't know. This one to me oh. This one to me just seems like it's okay. I know it happened like 4 or 5 days ago, but Right. To me, My this apologies. Just, I don't see it. I don't see like the. Do you think these guys going to be a thousand yard receiver? I, I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't know about that, but I feel like he's a deep threat, though. I mean, he's a good go make like throw to his area and he'll catch it. That's what I, he's been advertised. He can he can make good catches. Well, and you could say some of this is Tua, but he had almost a fifty percent catch to target ratio. Seventy three targets, forty catches. Something's not right there. I, I don't know how he's, many drops he's been he hurt. had, but he's been hurt, dude. It doesn't matter. He was still targeted seventy three times and couldn't almost couldn't catch half of them. Whether it's because Tua stinks or because they couldn't uh, catch, leave Tua, leave Tua an official alone. Well, I'm looking at it. I mean, you look at his his career numbers. You know, you have, uh, you know, he had sixty three catches in twenty twenty on one hundred and twenty five targets. Like that's still almost a fifty percent. Like what's going on there? Throwing it up and he catches half of them. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. So just. <laughs> Play 50-50 ball the rest of the for the for the rest of his career. I don't know. It's just, I mean, cool. If he if he, if he gives you 600, 700 yards and four or five touchdowns, I think it's it's worth it. It's a third round pick. That's not you're not going to get a third round pick. It's going to get you 700 yards and five touchdowns. But if you're thinking about relying on this guy to be a number one wide receiver, I just oh don't no see it. no, I just don't see it. You're still a wet puss for that. Shame on you. A wet puss? Did you just call me a wet puss? A wet puss, yeah. The sour wow. apple. Okay. <laughs> We're going to have Tony Johnson on the show. Are you excited for that? I'm absolutely excited. It's Masters Week, and I just call it called a wet puss. So I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> Remember what Phil Mickelson called the Saudi Arabia? Um, how about this? Ryan Slav. Right? What did you just say? It's Slav. Get Slav. That's it. That's that's all. Okay, cool. Ryan gets laugh. Has he? Well, at least he doesn't get sad, right? Like Ben Simmons. Um, this guy played seventeen NHL seasons. Won a Stanley Cup. I don't know. God knows who with with the Ducks. He's only played for the Ducks. Oh Lord, when they win one. Two thousand seven. Oh. Um, he also won two gold medals. Pretty impressive stuff there. What is the legacy of this guy? Is he a Hall of Famer? 
So, this one's tough because he looks like he, on the surface, is definitely a Ducks Hall of Famer. But I just, I don't know. It's, It's kind of a tough one here because for me, I think that he's probably going to get in. I mean, he's got a thousand points. He's played with one team for his entire career. He has a Stanley Cup. He has gold medals with Canada. I think he ultimately gets in, but he's kind of, to me, on the border, on the fence of, you know, I think you could argue a a spot where he's not in. Does that make sense? Yeah, like Frank Gore. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, kind of like Frank Gore. Like, I'm looking at his... a long time, good, reliable guy. I mean, I'm looking at his career numbers. Yes, he has over 1,000 points. He doesn't have 300 goals. He's got 735 assists, which is is pretty good, but... Um, you just looking at the guys in the league now, you know, we, we were talking about this on a, a show on, on, on Vegas squares back when that was a, an iteration. But to me, I think if you're looking at guys like Joe Thornton, who have 14, 1500 points, and you're not even sure if they're going to get in, gets to me, doesn't feel like he gets in. I think he may in like a down year, but ultimately I just, I wouldn't shock me if he never gets in the hall of fame. I do miss the Vegas squares. Good thing we got two of them on the show today. Yeah, happy birthday to Mike. What? I'm just saying, it's good for you. I mean, like, you're going to have your favorite Vegas square and your second favorite square. That, in fact, second favorite that you're stuck with them, every yeah. day. Yeah, you get, you get half of your, uh, half of your uh, excitement. Or I'll, I'll wrap the, much more. the last half of the show here, so you're welcome. I'm very excited for that. Right, you teased that last week. I was going to be Tony Johnson. No, it's not Tony. I said, okay, well, okay, we'll see who it is. Well, the thing is, is I was actually going to have two guests on, one yesterday and one today, um, but the other guest fell through, so no big deal. Oh, is he okay? Mike, I think this this sickness has gone to your head. Oh! You're you're still having a good morning, aren't you? I I was having a great morning until you turned on the live, turned on the live screen. Great. Um, any last words on Gets Laugh? No, I mean, enjoy your retirement, buddy. And it's Gets Laugh. Wow, you're killing me here. Ryan um, Gets Right. AM Drive to Online for the best morning show, lowest price merch. Aaron's go owes me a hoodie. I'm about to owe him a mug. Cannot wait to see the new merchandise probably in two weeks. Um, when we come back, the Lakers got eliminated. Who is to blame? And Frank Vogel is on the way out, by the way. Also, Stephon Diggs gets a big contract. Is it worth it? And what's going on in hockey? We're talking to okay, I wish we talked to Brad Marchand so I could kick him off the screen. This is what we talked to him. We arrive back to the AM Drive with Twilight Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies. $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. 
To pop your info, tap your popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, Use www.twelmonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.twelmonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and welcome back here to the Hump Day edition of the AM Drive on 12-Ounce Sports, presented by Fanatics. You can see it right there above me. If you want the best in merchandise and apparel from every team in every league, with daily deals that help you get free shipping or 50% off your order, etc., you got to go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and do what? Click the F. And when you click that F, it takes you into the store, and all you got to do is click Add to Cart, click Add to Cart, purchase, and when you purchase, it helps out. Mike over here helps him get the best cough medicine to help his achy, achy throat. But for that, we thank you guys when you do make the purchase. It helps out the AM drive tremendously and uh, gets uh, gets us a better better feeling host. Oh, too bad they don't have like Fanatics MD or Fanatics RX or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fanatics, Fanatics prescriptions. <laughs> no, don't do that. Okay. Aaron. Last night, the Los Angeles Lakers played the Phoenix Suns. The Did they best... play, though? They showed up, but I don't know if they played. Oh my God, dang. They led in the first quarter, actually. We'll give it to the Lakers to actually blow a lead. Um, So, they played the team with the best record in the NBA, who broke a franchise record in wins. And people are like, well, why is LeBron watching? Gee, God, gee, I wonder. He's averaged 30 a goddamn game. Um, is the only person on the team that can that's consistent 
like it has a pulse, offensively and defensively. And, and pe- people wonder, well, what? Why is his ankle hurt? Wow, God! Why does Anthony Davis have arthritis in his? Why? Anthony Davis, dude, is the reason this season went off. What, what are you doing? The jellyfish? No, you're ball washing. Go ahead. Thank you. Yeah, squeeze them puppies. So, what makes me mad is that LeBron James is the only player in NBA history who can have his 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 best players go down for the for the entire season, pretty much. Anthony Davis is, is, is less reliable than a grandma. And you're telling me LeBron James should carry this team? The man, what more should he do? I'd like to know. Because there's a lot of people out there who say, well, he should do this. Tell me. He has not averaged 30 since he was with your hour after he was Miami Heat in 2011. Did you know that? I did That's not know saying. that. He has not. So what more can, should he do? Should he average 40? I mean, is that what we're asking? What expectations do we have for this man anymore? He's 37 and you're 19, but it's his fault they're going to miss the play. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Pile on, baby. I wonder what Michael Joy was doing in year 19. I'm going to go check that real quick. How did he talk? Oh, nothing. No, that's right, because he already had six titles. Oh, good God. Too bad LeBron's only got four. I mean, good Lord. Well, you, you yeah, be he's gonna be, oh, you he's he's gonna be stuck more? at four. He's gonna be you stuck at four. Gone. He's gonna be stuck at four unless all of a sudden he joins the Phoenix Suns next year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I can see him pulling a move like that. Uh, the Warriors, man, screw look, everybody up. Look, blame them all. They all, they're all ridiculous. That's a fair point. Russell Westbrook underperformed, although I didn't think he played that terrible this year. Anthony Davis is Mr. Glass 2.0. Good <laughs> freaking lord! Like. But at the he end of the day, before the season that he was that he was going to get hurt, <laughs> I was like, "Here we go." I mean, that's 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 a pretty safe bet. I mean, that's not a hard bet to make that Anthony Davis is going to miss time due to injury. That's mm. that's got to be an overwhelming favorite in a betting market. <laughs> but so, look, the reason I think a lot of people throw a lot of this on LeBron James, and look, LeBron James is a phenomenal player. What he did in year nineteen, absolutely one hundred percent, is because he built this. He brought in a guy like Carmelo Anthony to come into this this. Wow. This disaster. Like, Carmelo Anthony is taking up a roster spot of a person who might be able, actually able to play basketball. You know, Dwight Howard is just ridiculous. I mean, like, I understand he's a big man. He's probably, unfortunately, going to be a Hall of Famer, which I don't 100% understand, but that's a whole other discussion for another day. I mean, you, you look at this team, like, I understand it's, it's you know, you brought in Trevor Ariza. God, that guy was in the 2004 draft. I mean, he brought in Avery Bradley that all he could do is play defense, and he's not doing that very well. So, I mean, look, yes, uh, there's other players, and I know we'll talk about them, but in the era of player empowerment, no one has more player empowerment than LeBron James. LeBron James built this team. Rob Palenka, look, he's not a great GM. He's a puppet. LeBron, what do you want? I want this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. We're going to trade first-round picks. We're going to trade... Up-and-coming young superstars, we're going to get you whatever you want because you're LeBron James. And in four years, you have missed the playoffs twice. I can understand he's injured. You've missed the playoffs twice. You had a first-round exit to the Suns, and you won a bubble championship that I don't agree is really legitimate. I understand it's the banner. It's going to go on the wall. But if the COVID didn't happen, Anthony Davis was out before that bubble playoff run started. 
They weren't winning a title if Anthony Davis had to play right then. The, he got four months off. If the Clippers won the title and did not pull a Jason, pull a John Rom, do you really believe? I don't understand why you think John Rom's a choker. That's insane to me, but that's a different story. Do you, do you think that if the Clippers had won the finals, people would give, would give a damn? I, I want to know. When people can, when people call it a bubble championship, because no one called baseball's bub, a bubble championship. Yes, they did. No, they did not. Yes, they did. The Dodgers championship is not legit. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it is because you needed, to, you needed to validate the Lakers title. If the Phoenix Suns won the championship in that bubble when they got hot, remember when they got hot, right coming right out of the right out of the out of the COVID, they've been hot ever since. I just want to know why people blame LeBron James for every stinking thing that goes wrong with him. Like it's a team game. I'm okay with blaming everyone, that him included. But why people want to single him out for the sake of the argument of Michael Jordan? Because for years it was, oh, look at the coach. David Blatt has to go. Oh, look, bring in Tyron Lue. Oh, look, you know, uh, who's the coach now? Frank Vogel. He's Frank Vogel's going to lose his job, too. We, we see mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, it's, you know, eventually at some point, it's like, it's not necessarily, you know, what does Frank Vogel have to do here? He, like you said, you know, he's got his he's got his best player sitting out. These guys don't want to play defense. Look at this team. Uh, Carmelo, Dwight Howard, team. Anthony Davis. I don't even know who Austin Reeves is. DJ Augustine. Like, look at these guys. Like, what is this? What What is this team? Wayne Ellington. Stanley Johnson. This team is garbage. This team is absolute garbage. And he put it together. Now. And he put it together. Whoa! But it, because everyone else was gone. Like, I want to know... What people called this first, that DeMar DeRozan would have by far been a better option than Russell Westbrook. Because that's what I'm hearing. I'm like, whoa, who said that? Because I didn't hear a soul say that. But I don't think he'd want to go. He clearly didn't didn't want to go. He'd have made it in, in the era of player empowerment. He'd have found a way to get himself to, to Los Angeles. I don't think these young superstars or these guys want to play with LeBron James. Because I mean, you... He gets the credit when things go well, and you get the blame when they don't. don't look at Russell. Look how like that. Look what happened to Russell Westbrook. He had a decent season, and he is the the freaking public enemy number one in LA. I mean, look how much Colin Coward. Look how much all these guys just bagged on Russell Westbrook. He was fine. I think he actually was fine. He was fine for a, even for a third option, eighteen point seven and seven. But I should say that he even put those up and nobody he's fine. cares. But he's the one getting destroyed in the media. And look, LeBron averaged 30. I understand. Nothing against LeBron's encore performance. There's only so much he can do. But ultimately, this is the team that LeBron James put together. And that's why he's getting all the hype. Or all, excuse me, all of the criticism. Because he didn't get it in all those years with the Cavs. Which is fine because those teams weren't allegedly as good as he is, like Sasha or what? Well, I mean, Larry Hughes, Zaja, Zaja, I can't remember the guy's name. Zadrunas Ogalskis. Zadrunas Ogalskis. Yeah, like, look, those guys aren't Russell Westbrooks and Anthony Davis. And yes, of course, LeBron James can't predict when Anthony Davis is going to get hurt with (laughs) long-term injuries, but he can predict that Anthony Davis is going to get hurt before he acquired him. If I had to blame anybody, I don't like doing this, but it has to be said. Anthony Davis, I don't know what 
This dude, I'm, I'm going to tell you why he's so soft. There's a reason he doesn't want to play center. He grew up playing I'm sure guard. he wants to play basketball. He grew up playing guard. Are we even sure he wants to play basketball anymore? I, I have no idea. Dude, the dude last night was looked fine in warm-ups. <laughs> has, supposedly has plantar fascia, which some of the old ladies have in their foot when they turn 90. Um, he, um, he decided he was going to play the first possession. The man cannot even get back on defense and like he's bending over because his footy woody hurtsy wordsy. Are you kidding me? I am it, I am blown away by how by how fragile that idiot is. It's his fault. He told me to what do you want me to do? Take care of your body. Here's a question though. And you, you, you can obviously play hypothetical here, but if Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Russell Westbrook played 82 games this year, where do they realistically sit in the playoff standings? Seventh? Four or five. You think they win 50 games this year? I mean, oh, well, I mean, yeah, they do, but yeah, 50, 45 or 50 would be nice. 45 is seventh place. That's fine. They're going to get 50 wins. Are you telling me if AD was healthy and LeBron was berserk like he was? Oh, yeah. Come on. To me, it just I can't believe this team couldn't even go 500. I mean, to go 500, you'd be at the eighth seed right now. You couldn't even be a, a – like, that's to me, I think, is where it also goes to LeBron as well. You couldn't even get this team to 500. I think it also shows the talent in the NBA right now. And it's, I mean, and it, I'll show you, I'll tell you, I'll ask you this too. You talk about, you know, LeBron James, 39 years, 17, blah, blah. So it's okay that LeBron gets a pass for being 39, but you don't want to hear it that Tom Brady's 44. Because Tom Brady plays a position and even Shannon Sharp, an NFL Hall of Famer, knows is easier to play than number one option on a basketball team. Dude, LeBron James plays a sport that all he has to do is drive the lane and the, the referee's already got the whistle in his mouth. Tell me when the last time Brady got hit. Uh, let's see. And he then, got then hit. nobody called a foul on. Come on, man. He got a he got a freaking personal foul for get for complaining about a hit in the oh, playoff yeah, game. Why, why so me? Come on, man. LeBron James is not the goat. Sorry, buddy. It's funny that in year nineteen, LeBron James still has to prove it to these to these old idiots who claim who swear up and down because six and zero. I don't give a damn about six and zero. That is so far in the mirror for me. The man is going to 10 finals. At 10 or, at least 10 finals. Or 10 or 11. Whatever. He's lost at least six of them. Oh, wow. Poor guy. He's won four. Multiple MVPs. Going to beat Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which nobody thought could be possible. Because he's a pass first. Are you kidding me? And all that, and he's still because a big old. Rings. Oh, that's it. That's the. Come on, he's man. still a big old number two. That's pun intended, sad. and pun intended. That's sad. It's because you I, didn't watch. I, you didn't I watch can't... Michael Jordan. You didn't watch the way I've he played. Seen Hell, even watching the way Kobe Bryant plays, they like LeBron doesn't play like that. I see LeBron, LeBron wants to play with his you buddies. Know Michael Jordan, did you notice that he um the first two seasons he came. There was 22 games he came off the bench. Sure. He wasn't even good enough to start. Don't you think that makes Did it even know? better, the fact That's that he's got, he made himself better? Oh, my God. 
LeBron James came out of high school was I don't care what he said. People, of course, everyone wants to be Michael Jordan. So what if LeBron wanted to be Michael Jordan? He thought I want to be Michael Jordan. Okay, no one bash Kobe for doing that crap. Because he doesn't act like if he wanted to be Michael Jordan, he acts like a completely different type of player. I love people that say LeBron could not survive back then. That's just wild. No, I don't say all that. That's six I mean, foot eight, two fifty. He couldn't spud web. He'd find, he'd find a way. The thing is, is the reason they say that is because of the way he flops and tries to get fouls. That's that shit the, that wouldn't fly in the eighties. Now he sells the call. I would on. think he would learn to adapt to that. Agreed. But if he still tried to play that style of basketball in the eighties and nineties, then yes, that is true. It would not fly. He would he would have a hard time. The, I, what I love about LeBron James, though, in, in all seriousness, is that I love the fact he actually gets better. Every year, his game, he gets, like his three point shot was, like he was never a jump shooter. Has improved it year after year after year. What, say what you want about the GM stuff. I I admire the, I still suck not having him in the playoffs, but. Can you I, find I, me this stat where, Le, where Michael Jordan came off the bench his rookie year? Look at on basketball reference, you'll see him. Because I'm looking at I'm looking at his stats, and in 1984, which is his rookie year, 82 games played, 82 games started. So I don't know where you're finding this information. I got Barry McCocker. Apparently, um, I think you're just making stuff up right now. And he averaged 20. Up. And he averaged. I was going to say the the other word, but and he averaged 28.2 points a game his rookie year. Pretty 1985, good. 86, he got hurt. Mm. And only played in 18 games and started seven of them. But other than that, he's been all over the place. He's been starter from day one. So, quick thoughts on Stefan Diggs before we move, before we finish it. You are fake news. Thank you. Uh, Stefan Diggs, number one receiver. It's great. It's good for Josh Allen. I think this is good. I know you don't like this. I don't. He is getting a bigger deal, but actually, comparatively speaking to the rest of the uh, wide receivers that are getting signed right now, uh, it's it's actually you know uh, a relatively team friendly deal. The salary cap's going to go up, and I like it. Stefan Diggs with the Bills looks like maybe probably for the rest of his career. You're our cap specialist again. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there's some void years in there. I, uh, as our boy Sammy Action has informed me that void years are just such a great thing for uh, for teams, and I don't know why they didn't uh, why they a lot of more teams don't use them, but. Yeah, I mean, Stephon Diggs is a good wide receiver. He's not, to me, he's not like the great wide receiver, but he is definitely efficient enough. And I really think this, I know I'm playing Homer here, but they got an emerging stud in Gabe Davis as well. He's pretty good. Um, I want to take a quick five He's no LeBron James in year 19, though. Right. I want to take a five seconds of silence. I know you weren't expecting this, but last couple of days we have some pretty bad storms here. Um, there was a tornadoes. There was a couple tornadoes last night. Rapid, literally like five minutes or ten minutes away from where I live, and twelve people were injured. One of them lost their lives. Um, there's supposed to be more bad weather today, so I just want to give a quick shout out to local people who watched the show. Stay safe out there. Drive safe. Don't drive it off. You can. On the other side. Tony Johnson's patiently waiting. He's ready to talk some golf. We right back. AM Drive on Twilight Sports. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, 
Shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, get a TV, even purchase your favorite soda. But wait, do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com dot com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.tonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks. All right, and welcome back here to this hump day, this master's edition of the AM Drive here presented by Vice Golf. It's very simple. They have the best balls at the lowest price. Ship them directly to your door. If there's anything out there like it, I haven't seen it yet. So make sure you go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and visit the Vice Golf logo there. Click it, and then once you buy everything you buy at Vice Golf, it helps out the channel tremendously. And for that, we thank you because Vice Golf and the AM Drive mic is what? It's a hole-in-one. It is a hole-in-one. We probably will see a few of them this weekend here. We got Tony Johnson joining us as he does for all the big golf events and, of course, co-host from time to time. It's always great to have you on the show here. How are you doing here in preparation for this Masters weekend? Gentlemen, it's a ple pleasure to be back, as always. Uh, really, really good to see everybody. Uh, I mean, 
it's it's a great time. You know, there's there's no question about that. Uh, what a time of the year. Uh, I've already had a great start to the season. I, I think we could say that in, in many different ways. Certainly an entertaining one uh, with all the Phil Mickelson jazz uh, thrown in there. But, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, besides that, it's been um, it's been great. And, yeah, just all the prep is pretty much done on my end and uh, ready to talk about and ready to see it uh, starting tomorrow. So we've got Tony here for the last half of the show. He's going to be with us for the rest of the of the time here. So we'll we'll get into some of the storylines here. Uh, you talked about Phil Mickelson, obviously uh, not going to be making an appearance, uh, ending his streak uh, of appearances at Augusta. But of course, it would be remiss if we didn't talk about the big story, and that's Tiger Woods. It seems like he's all systems go here for Augusta and to play. Uh, I talked about this with Mike last week. I love. Tiger Woods, I would love to see him win. Um, but, uh, you know, Freddie Couple says he looks phenomenal and around. Let's, let's put air quotes around phenomenal. But what's the whole story with this? I mean, I, the, the, the betting market is everything anti-Tiger this week, and it's showing. Well, it's starting to move a little bit in the other direction. I think all these comments made by uh, his fellow uh, tour professionals and some others are starting to move it a little bit and skew it in the other direction. Um, but, you know, to be honest with you, and I, I think a lot of things that aren't talked about sometimes is is the undulation and the um, the major elevation changes that, that, that you see throughout Augusta National. It's so rare kind of in that part of the country. You don't think about it in that sense. But um, just walking that course is so difficult uh, going up and down. And uh, all the practice rounds, all the other media obligations, and you just—it just becomes an entire week of work. Uh, you know, it's not just the the 18 holes, or you know that that necessary maybe 30, 40 minutes somebody watches on TV and they go, "Oh, okay, he's back, he's playing, it's fine." Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a difficult prep, I think, all of it. Um, so I think that's where it's coming from. Um, you know, again, I'm, I, you know, as a better, I, I stay away from whether I like it, dislike it. It doesn't matter to me. I'm trying to handicap the best I can. And, uh, you know, I guess I would be coming from that realm, too. You know, it's going to be a very, very difficult as events go. Yes, I know he knows the course well and has obviously great history here. But it is, again, we talked about how difficult the course is to walk, how competitive the top end of the field is. The, you know, the top 20 players in the world are all here. Uh, and it's just it's a tough event to come back from a year, not only of a revamped body, but also, you know, competition. Having been on a competition for so long, it's a it's a tall order uh, to have a, for him to have a quality finish in this tournament. Yeah, and for me, I just I I don't see it holding up over two, three, four days. Uh, it's going to be tough. I don't think a lot of people are looking at that. You know, he played nine on one day, he played eighteen, uh, I believe Monday or Sunday or Monday. And it's just like we're talking about four days, seventy-two holes. It's going to be tough, but it's, you know, like Mike, it's going to be fun to watch. I think all eyes are going to be peeled on him. And like, like you say, Scott Van Pelt said it, you know, if you're playing next to Tiger Woods, you could stand there naked and no one even knows you're there. Wow. That's true. Yeah. That's exactly it. It might take some of the pressure off some of these guys too, that are either looking for their first major or trying to break through uh, somebody like McElroy, you know, trying to get that career grand slam. I think that kind of helps some of these guys. Um you know, where all the eyes are not completely on them and their groups are not going to be nearly as heavily followed as they normally would have been. Tony, I want to first of all thank you. My favorite Vegas square, no offense to Aaron Crouch. Thanks for coming back on the show. He your reminds me repeatedly. Looks, <laughs> your wife looks incredible, by the way. Like your videos, you look very crystal clear today. Um, But I do want to ask you, uh, as great as the parody has been in golf, 
this season. Like, there's been a bunch of little overtimes, well, extra holes. What do we call it? Stuffing golf, Aaron. Play- playoffs. Playoffs. Yes, playoffs. Every week there's a playoff. Um, Lakers wouldn't know, but <laughs> wow. I do want to know how much PGA has to love Tiger Woods coming back. Like Aaron said, like if you stand naked next to Tiger, everyone still knows his Tiger. You see. Everybody coming out for his practice rounds. How important is that to golf and even the future of golf as people make it to see Bryson DeChambeau, a guy they haven't maybe seen as a casual fan? I, I think there's no question he moves the needle. Uh, no doubt that I, – I, I don't know if it's just even the play, people that are starting to follow golf or enjoy it, but there's a good chunk of population that sort of stopped watching when he didn't become as relevant. So they will definitely be back this week, and that chunk of the population will know this course as well. That's the beauty of Augusta Nationals. We all tend to know the course a little bit, and you remember the holes and things like that. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I think it definitely matters for sure. Now, as the tour moves along and as it grows, I think he's less important. I think if you asked Jay Monahan, the uh, you know commissioner of the tour now, and he gave you an honest answer, he would tell you that Tiger moves the needle less and less, really, as the years go mm. on. Um, you know, there's just too many great young players that are taking the charge uh, now. So, yeah, granted, still, still a major player, still the focal point of the overall golfing population worldwide, but. I think that's dwindling as the years go on. And uh, golf's in a really, 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 really good state. It's the best state it's really ever been in. And I think that can't be undersaid uh, more times than not. Love it. So actually, speaking of, let's t- take a turn off the Tiger uh, train here. And uh, I want to talk about a guy who's, you know, kind of been facing demons at Augusta National. And that's Rory McIlroy. I mean, it's been... This will be his eighth chance to get the career grand slam. He has, we all know the infamous, uh, you know, the the year he fell apart. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, was that 2014 or 15? Uh, the year he kind of fell apart and he's been chasing that green jacket ever since. Uh, right now, currently going off as uh, 18 to 1, probably in the top 10 here of of the betters here. But uh, talk, the guy we don't talk about, have we just given up on Rory McIlroy really doing this? And maybe this is the year now that uh, since we've kind of moved on, he's a, an underrated value pick here. Well, he's still, he's still in his early thirties. I mean, he, he, many people would say he may have not hit his absolute prime yet, uh, mm. which golfers tend to hit in their early to mid thirties. Um, that might be changing a little bit as uh, you know, these guys become so adept at playing in their 20s you know that didn't used to be the case but no i, I don't think that the, the door is certainly not closed uh he's got many 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 masters i think to come hopefully, of course barring yeah. any injury or whatever but you know this year i think especially more than others um he is a little bit overlooked and and to me rightfully so you know if you look at the top 10 players in the world five or six of them you could make an argument are playing their best golf maybe of their careers uh right now and rory is certainly not one of them um i wouldn't say he's struggling you know per se but you know to miss the cut as easily as he did last week at the valero and just some of the early struggles he's had this season uh, i i do think um put some pause there like you know for example the from the betting perspective which is really the perspective that i can come from uh more so than not uh you know he's just a he's a guy you really can't bet uh this week because again there's so many guys in that 18 to 20 to 1 concoction and so many of them are playing such great golf and have great results here too um that you just you can't fire on rory right now but can he win absolutely there's there's 20 to 25 guys that can win um 
but it's just it's not a guy you can be backing i think at this point uh, especially with his recent uh you know track record this year um where he just hasn't put four rounds together really in a tournament in a long time yeah and you speak of of you know guys in parody and and so many guys that can win this and there's a lot of good players making their debut here true uh for the That's masters true. this year you got guys like sam burns taylor gooch Her- you know higo and higgs uh harold varner making his first i know that it traditionally hasn't gone well for quote unquote rookies at their first time in the masters but we almost have uh, a little bit of a breakthrough last year with uh, old yep. Billy Sizzle almost taking it down there. Unfortunately, he didn't get it. Uh, but it kind of looks like, like you said, you know, these guys learning to compete and be good professionals early on in their career. Like, do, do you see a spot where maybe one of these guys, uh, these rookies uh, playing their first Masters, uh, maybe make some noise like Zalatoris did last year? Ah, it's, I think it's a great point, uh, Aaron. And I was on another uh, uh, show yesterday, actually. We talked about this exact same thing. It was brought up the exact same way. Somebody brought up Sun J.M. Uh, from the Dustin Johnson year a couple of years ago when they played in November. Also, set, first time there, second place. Uh, never really had a chance to win. Uh, you know, that was DJ kind of ran away with that one. But I absolutely agree with you. And I think it makes it, it's a great point that these guys are so ready to play uh, so early on. And um Again, can it happen? Can Sam Burns go out there and throw three very good rounds together and, you know, hang in there for this fourth? Absolutely, he can. He's very, very capable. The only thing that I can say, though, is the Masters overall, as all tournaments go, uh, I, I think the amount of time that you've had to play, uh, the rounds of, you know, under your belt, that type of stuff. There is so much nuance to this course that I do think it does matter, that results do matter a little bit. Again, can people win? If it was 20 years ago, we would say no, it's not really possible. It is. These guys are very capable. But again, I still hit the pause button uh, or I'm still a little bit careful here uh, in certain spots. Like there are guys I am trying to fade if we can in matchups or something like that because it is their first time and they're not you know, Superman, you know, guys like Harry Higgs, um, you know, Hudson Swafford, people like that. There, there are, there are some guys that are not, I don't think as capable as others as first timers. Um, I want to ask you this question and after that we'll take a break and have you guys best bets on the other side. Um, there's been some bad weather in this area. Uh, Augusta's kind of like my backyard. Not really, but it is. Um, I know there's become like some windy. I know it's windy right now outside. Um, tell me how much that factors into a place like Augusta, or is it really not as much of a factor as it could be at other courses? It's fascinating. It's it's a, another great question. Um, and there's been a lot of rain, from what I understand, in that area of Georgia yes. as well uh, this month. So normally that would have a very strong effect on a lot of courses, but this course amongst a handful of others has a sub air system uh, that's basically put in under the, uh, the grass under all the greens that soaks up moisture essentially to keep it really simple. I know we don't have a lot of time. Uh, And so the course is going to be able to dry out uh, significantly faster than other courses would. So I do believe that now we just got some rain uh, yesterday and today. I do believe that it'll be a little bit wet Thursday and maybe some into Friday. But by the weekend time, it's going to be back to firm and fast, and they're going to have the greens exactly where they want. So I don't think it'll have as much of a of an issue there. Um, however, the winds there should be some very heavy wind, especially for yes. the Friday the Friday p.m. play should have a lot of heavy wind. Looks like gusting maybe 25, 30 miles an hour potentially. 
Uh, so that does absolutely have a factor. And we're going to have some general wind on the other three days as well. Uh, but Friday, for sure, some some significant one. And yes, that does have an effect in my handicapping uh, for sure. There's some other re reasons why, too. But I do think that some of the shorter hitters, especially guys that don't hit it all that low, that you know, that some of the higher ball shorter hitters are going to be at a severe disadvantage uh, because of Ooh. this. And there are some guys that do traditionally play well in the wind. You think of your Texans and Australians and uh, players like that that do have really good wind results. It's important. Wow. Every so I believe my Sunday is supposed to be clear, but that could affect a lot of people early on. We've got Tony Johnson here. When we come back, Aaron and Tony are going to help make you some money, hopefully, this weekend at Augusta. We'll talk about on the other side of the AM Drive. Don't go away. The AM Drive with Mike and Aaron might be the best morning show ever. If you love the show, shop the merchandise for $26 hoodies, $16 shirts, even $13 mugs. High quality swag for cheap because Mike and Aaron love the fans. The best morning show, the lowest price merch at amdrive.online. This is Popple, the next generation business card. With just a tap, your Popple instantly shares your digital business card to both iPhone and Android devices. The best part? The other person doesn't need an app or a Popple to receive your info. To pop your info, tap your Popple to the top of an iPhone, the center of an Android, or just scan your in-app QR code. And just like that, all your info is saved to their phone. More connections, more leads, more sales. That's Popple. Download our free app and get your Popple today. Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Quit searching the globe and get your high-performing golf balls at vicegolf.com. Sports fans are gearing up at fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear. From all the leagues, teams, and players you love. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. Do you like online shopping? Jeff Bezos made online shopping better with Amazon. You can buy batteries, Get a TV. Even purchase your favorite soda. But wait. Do you like sports talk? Jeff Beck made sports talk better with Twilight Sports. Next time you use Amazon, use www.twilightsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Sign in and get shopping. It costs you nothing and helps us. That's www.tonsportsradio.com slash Amazon. Thanks.
promo code 120Z gets you deposit bonuses on BetUS.com. Bet the Masters with Tony Johnson and Aaron Crouch. Hopefully you're going to tail them and we're going to fade. Who's tailing and fading Tiger Woods? Let's find out. Tony, you're our guest. Go first. We're specifically the Tiger? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, all your okay. Masters bets. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm, so, I'm selected on, on only a few guys um, for essentially futures type of stuff. I'm all over the board for uh, for matchups as always. But the guys I'm focused on this week, there are, I guess I would call maybe four major ones, are uh, John Rahm, uh, Justin Thomas, Tyrrell Hatton, and a collection of guys like uh, either Kepka, I have in a lot of uh, props and things like that, and uh, Luke List, I think, could make some noise this week. Uh, the main reason, I think, going through those guys, I'll just be pretty brief here, um, is I think the course is going to play as long as it ever has uh, this year. They've lengthened a couple of holes. Uh, we've talked about <clears throat> the, the softness of the course uh, with all the rain, so there won't be a lot of rollout on the ball uh, early on. We do know they mow against you uh, you know, on, on these holes. So the 7,510 yards is going to play about 7,900 and change. Uh, and every bit of that, uh, probably close to 8,000 about the roll-off in the Thursday and Friday rounds. So I do think it's, it's a bomber's delight uh, here, and it's unfortunate for some of the shorter guys. You know, there's no hashtag Kisner money this week at all, uh, unfortunately. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I have uh, – I'll just uh, throw it out there. I have John Rahm at 15 uh, here. I got a really, really good number. One of the local yes, spots did. out here. <laughs> um, uh Tyrrell Hatton was bet two months ago uh, at a hundred to one. Um, you know, Tyrrell, you can't find that anymore either. A little feisty uh, British dude um, who, when he puts it all together, is as good as anybody in the, in the world. Distance, he's he has increased his driving distance and his apex height, the the, the height he hits the ball at its highest point, a lot higher than he used to be. So I like him a lot here. Mm. Um, Justin Thomas, again, I think you know that those guys are uh, you know they're. They're a diamond. They can be bad anytime, uh, really. But I just think the fit is so good. He's gotten a lot better in this course as time has gone on. And then, um, you know, Luke List is an interesting guy uh, because he finally broke through and got his win early this year. But really, has since uh, took his taken his foot off the uh, the gas a little bit. Uh, really, has had some very uh, surprisingly poor results over the last couple mm. of months. However, uh, the ball striking did come back a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Looks like he's back to hitting a lot more greens in regulation. Um, we'll see if the punting comes around a little bit, but again, I just think the fit is so good here. Luke played here as an amateur. This is his first time back in about 17 years. Uh, but it just, the, the fit is so good. Um, and there's just not a lot of guys that can get it out there as far as he can and to stay calm under pressure. Uh, he's got a very, very good attitude, uh, in regards to playing difficult golf courses. So I like Lucas a lot here. Again, I have him at a, at a really good number. I got him early on at 240. Uh, but again, if you can get some. You get something anywhere 180, 190, 200 to one on Luke List. I think uh, I would still be firing on all of those numbers too. So that's where I'm at. And then uh, I got a lot of top five, top ten, top twenty. You know, make the cut type of stuff. You know, it's it's all systems go here. But um, you're curious to see where where Aaron stands on on all these things. Oh. So we have a few uh, similarities here. I, I too am on Justin Thomas. I uh, found him at fourteen to one. I think he's down to like yep. eleven to one on William yep. Hill and things like that here in Vegas. Uh, obviously, gotta gotta go with my Florida State boy, not the one you're thinking of, but uh, Mike Mike's favorite golfer, and that's Daniel Berger. Yeah, uh, 
love for him to break through here. He's playing decent golf right now. I can see, obviously, when take out the, uh, I believe it was the Honda Classic, take that notwithstanding. But he was still in contention at that point. But uh, another one here, this one's just purely a fun pick. But I do think he can he can get some momentum going into the weekend. That's Shane Lowry. I got him at 60-1. to 1. Um, And then Cam Young, who's making his debut at 150-1. to 1. That one's just a flyer for me. Uh, as far as Tiger Woods goes, if I'm going specifically on him, he's missing the cut for me. Uh, he's just, I just don't think he can even put two days together. I don't think he can put two solid days together. I, I'm looking at the cut line being somewhere around plus three, plus four. What are your thoughts on that, Tony? Yep, I think that's exactly it. Uh, might be a touch higher. I, I think it's going to be very tough uh, for uh, a chunk of the field here to, to score it all. And I'm with you, Aaron. I'm, I'm waiting until Kingdom come here, uh, maybe early Thursday morning or late today on Wednesday to get my uh, anti-Tiger bets in. Hopefully there's more money that comes in from the uh, public. Yeah. I want as much as possible. Uh, but I'm going to be right where, right with you, probably to bet him to miss the cut and to no top 20 in the minus 400 range. I think it'll get a little lower, maybe minus 350 or so. That's I know it's it's tough to lay juice, but top 20 is just so unlikely. As you said, Aaron, he's got to put two or three good rounds together to do that. It right. seems very unlikely. Yeah, I got him here. I ended up paying 115 for him to miss the cut, but you're yeah. right. Maybe that comes back around a little bit more Thursday morning, but – I'm not awake at 5 a.m. to be able to place those bets <laughs> quite yet. No, that's so fair. That's, that's completely fair. I just <laughs> want to give it. I want to give it its full due because I know the sure. Tiger money is still hanging out there somewhere. So yes. Sure, sure. Uh, matchups for me. Uh, I'm fading Sam Burns here in this one. I'm going to take Burger mm. over Burns at minus 105. Everybody loves him to be the debutante, the bell of the ball, kind of like the Willis Alatoris of last year. I don't. I don't yeah. see it, even though he's playing incredible. Just won the Valspar. Uh, Faden Scheffler as well. The guy's playing the best golf of his career. I'm going to take a chance uh, on Cam Smith, who's also playing well, uh, over Scotty Scheffler at minus 105. And uh, Faden, another Florida State boy. I'm taking Victor Hovland over Brooks Kepka, also at minus 105 there. Those are my three matchups. Uh, my top 20s, I'm taking uh, old Albatross himself, Louis Oosthuizen. I know he hasn't been playing all that Oosthuizen. great, but... Uh, Louis Oosthuizen, Shane Lowry, and Daniel Berger all for top 20s at the plus 130 to 150 range. Uh, so that's where I stand. So hopefully uh, that's going to be good for both of us. Good for you guys if you tail, bad for you if you fade. But uh, happy Masters Week to both of you guys. Tony, you missed the You're not giving me any time your best right now, Tony? Oh, I told you. You know where he stands. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bet no cut and no top 20. Uh, there's wow. There's no there's no, no matchup that, that makes you. any sense. Yeah, I, I can't bet oh. matchups because he's up against guys like Patrick Reed and other just mouth breathers that just have no chance. So yeah, that I, is I, that is one hundred percent truth. The yeah. guys that he's matched up against could yeah. do just as bad or worse, and that's Correct. the problem. So that's so why just, we'll focus on the other stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just bet him against himself in this point. But yeah, you're right. Waiting to the last possible second. If you have that time, if you're on the East Coast, or God forbid, you're watching the show and you're living overseas and you've got plenty of time. To watch those markets, you're right. Wait until the last possible second because there are going to be uh, some pro Tiger bets coming in over the next uh, 15 or so hours, 100% on that one. So. Guilty. Yeah, and the, and the numbers are skewed, Mike. Make no mistake. The numbers are skewed for this. They are set up. People want to bet yeses and you know positives on this Tiger stuff. They are absolutely unequivocally skewed. He's like 50 to 1 to win the tournament, and there are guys that are in the top 20 in the world that are 60 and above. So just let that sink in. <laughs> Rightfully so. 
Yes. If you're yeah, it's if you're a sportsbook director, you can't put him too high. Otherwise, you have tremendous right. liabilities. So. Absolutely, of course. People will bet it anyway. They don't care. It's crazy. Yeah, and I still may even throw a twenty on it at fifty to one, just in case. But I don't believe that bet. That's a that's a fun little you know, light it on fire, take it or what is what does Tony Johnson say? Take it to the window and light it on fire. That's what we would there be doing. There it is. I love it. All right. Well, good luck to you guys with your bets. Good luck to you, Tony. And thank you so much for always coming aboard and giving us all a lot of insight and knowledge. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to have Mitch Bernstein on here for the Burn with Mitch. Going to be previewing opening day in Major League Baseball. So all you NLL lacrosse fans, um, please tune in. But we are not going to be doing NLL <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> we're not going to be doing NLL Thursday, but we will be talking Major League Baseball. Our top five contenders lists are getting some... Uh, Getting some traction. People agree, people disagree, but we'll talk about that tomorrow as well. So for Michael Carvelis and Tony Johnson, thank you so much for joining us again. I am Aaron Crouch. We will see you guys tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern time, only on 12 Ounce Sports. Drive safe, Tiger.